Hi and welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. Another week and another super inspirational guest to uh, to explore, that's here to explore the nature of prayer and how prayer has affected her life and continues of course to affect her life. Reverend Diane Scribner Clevenger is an incredible um, way shower for all of us. She's very active with her ministry and her ministering and also the way that she believes uh, prayer can really change and transform our, our lives. And she does this by showing up regularly, uh, praying online uh, with her community to inspire a better life, a, a deeper understanding of life and a more fulfilled life. So I'm just really excited to welcome Reverend Diane here today on the Cosmic Prayer. Uh, I know that you're tuning in from New Mexico and it just feels so great that you're here wherever we are on this planet. We get to join together heart to heart. Thank you. And show Laura. up and yes. share. Thank you for being here, Reverend oh, Diane. My pleasure. my pleasure. And I'm actually not in New Mexico. I'm in Mexico. <laughs> you're in Mexico. Okay, I need to get my, my Mexico in New Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico is a state in the U.S. and this is its own okay. country, right? Further south. Oh, yeah. well, welcome, welcome. I know that you're in Mexico on a on an extended uh, giving a retreat and doing something very powerful, giving powerful work there uh, for Namaste Village and the, the people that are there and the ministers that are going to be coming there in the next few weeks. And yeah. I want to thank you for everything you do. I discovered you a couple of years ago, or maybe not that long, maybe not as long ago as that, but I know that you're very present online with your, uh, your prayer ministry and you show up praying all the time. And I'm interested, what, what was your inspiration for, for, for that? What is your inspiration for this, for, for your prayer ministry? Oh, my for your prayer, prayer ministry. ministry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I started Pray Attention Ministries 11 years ago when I was living in Virginia and I was the senior minister of Unity of Roanoke Valley in Virginia. And uh, a beautiful community, 26 acres on top of a mountain um, just out in Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. So these ancient mountains of, of Virginia. And it was at that time that I realized that I really wanted to have another ministry, a church without walls, as well as a pulpit ministry at that time. And uh, so it's been 11 years since we incorporated and Unity took me on as an alternative Unity ministry. So we're just like a, a satellite church, if you will, but it's yeah. uh, my ministry is global, of course, this particular ministry. Yeah. Oh, this so. is incredible. So at that time, were you, you, when you say it was without walls, what were you doing then to, to share? Because now we have so much technology and social media. 11 years ago, well, maybe there was, but it, it, it must have been a different way that you were showing up. You know, I was, I was of course, um, in the church itself um, with a regular job. But whenever I would go to guest speak or do, as you, you're saying, retreats, um, and I would go into another country. I had a very global ministry at the time. We were doing a lot of mission 
work. So we went, we sent, I think while I was the senior minister at Unity of Roanoke Valley, we sent six groups, six times. We went to Honduras, we went to Costa Rica, we went to Peru, um, and I was on a documentary film team in Nepal as well during that time. So I was carrying this, really the admonition that, that the Apostle Paul, the disciple Paul, gave us in the book of Thessalonians when he said, pray without ceasing. So and the other translation, of course, is pray constantly. And I thought, what in heaven's name does that mean? Uh, because then prayer must not be a, you know, kind of posture that we take on for maybe five or ten minutes of the day. It must be something else. And so that was what my investigative sort of uh, thought pattern was as I went into pray attention ministry, thinking that, you know, we spend so much time frittering away our energy by paying attention to this fact or that fact or the television or, you know, whatever is going on that can cause us to, to go into entropic thought patterns. And I thought, well, okay, yeah, there's the negative and the positive in this yin-yang mag magnetic universe. And what did Paul mean by pray constantly? How can we do that? And what I realized is that he was asking us to pray attention to our lives, to every thought, every word, and every action that we take along the way in the midst of what can seem like a chaotic earth experience. Wow, yes. It says what's come to my mind here is this this feeling that when we set an intention or when we have a viewpoint um, and we're very opinionated about that viewpoint and it could be an earthly realm kind of viewpoint of, you know, rather than leaning into our spiritual nature and we're, we're, we're arguing for our limitations all of the time with certain viewpoints and then you know where where we put our attention that's obviously going to expand into our experience so for you does does that kind of prayer it's like an interrupt for me it's like this interruption interrupting the fog <laughs> of all the stuff and the mass consciousness and and setting a new viewpoint intentionally yeah i and i hear you absolutely hear you in that and i think it's also uh, that we've held a very old belief about prayer being something different than living our lives. So um, like it can be an interrupt, a pattern interrupt, you know, to, yeah. to, to pray attention. Yes, and what I hear Paul saying in Thessalonians uh, is really it's the two scriptures on each side of pray constantly, pray without ceasing. He says... Um, rejoice evermore is the scripture that precedes it and the scripture that comes right after it is in everything give thanks so that you know it scripture does that sometimes like well, if we find something we go what, uh, what does that mean we can look at what precedes it and what comes after it to get a better contextual understanding and so it's this attitude of gratitude that's spoken of so often in New Thought, uh, having that, that altitude of attitude from which we see things that, oh, if this is a tough time or something's difficult, actually, it's I'm moving through this into something else. And to just, with that knowing, 
to give thanks that, oh my gosh, if this is really a tough time, then something greater is happening. There is a, you know, a kind of a, we're like pieces of coal and we're rubbing up against each other. Perhaps it's a, a difficult conversation uh, that we're having or we're talking about a subject that we've, we've sidled around and not wanted to face, that in that rubbing we are in fact becoming clearer vessels and more diamond-like. And we're, But it's not that the radiance isn't already there, it's already there, but we're just clarifying it with other thoughts and other opinions. And I think from a social perspective right now, we're becoming more and more aware that that in, is in fact why we're able to more, more globally communicate there's recognition that we're not localized beings. We are one family. And this global experience is here to cause us all to shine and radiate. And then, and hence, pray attention. Oh, I, I'm hearing it all. I'm, I'm allowing this to, to just sink into my heart because there's so much in there. What I was feeling, yeah, when you were saying that, is this rubbing up? Yes. against uh, it's like where we have those par- those those new kind of shifts or awakenings which can be on, on a human level so painful yes. because we're breaking out of and we're breaking into um breaking free from something and that is very painful and what i just heard there when you were saying that is that that is a prayer that breaking out and in is in itself a prayer because we get to expand there more fully (laughs) yeah Uh, oh my gosh you use the word expand that's so perfect because when you look at the metaphysics of heaven or the kingdom of heaven what it's what it means or can mean to bring you you know to bring us sort of pop us out of some uh, anthropomorphic, uh, you know, finite understanding is an infinition of the word, which means expansion. So the kingdom of heaven is an expanded consciousness. And what I like to, uh, one of my prayer shops is called um, Being a Living Prayer. Yeah. So what I say to people uh, is that you are a living prayer. And that so, of course, every thought, every word, every action is in fact a prayer Uh, and we get to look at what we're intending by those thoughts those words and those actions and 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 hold closer and closer so it's not a wrong making thing at all it's really saying you know we're we recognize that on the human plane there is this idea of binaries this right thinking and wrong thinking and we've been invited we are invited into that roomy-esque field out beyond wrong thinking and right thinking, beyond wrong doing and right doing, and we meet each other in that field. And I believe when Paul said, pray constantly that that's the field, right? That that's the place in us that he's inviting us to myutically become aware of. So I use that term myutic as well a lot in my, in my, uh, my ministry. Can you define that term? Can you define that word or the meaning of that word? I'm just like, I I haven't often heard that word. (laughs) It's M-A-I-E-U-T-I-C, myutic. So it's beautiful because, you know, we we have uh, birth doulas, right, to help us give birth. 
to breathe through the process of giving birth. And is birth a painful process? I have two babies that I gave birth to, and I can tell you right now, it, it can be a lot of yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, and, and it, we don't necessarily, though, you know, sometimes drugs are absolutely called for. We, if we're going to do this naturally, what we do is we breathe into and through the process and the one universal yes yeah, right and the i one, did that <laughs> i know you did yay congratulations love. <laughs> yeah such a brave such a brave and powerful thing to do and in fact uh, you were praying attention by doing that now the myutic part is that you are not giving birth. We do not give birth to something outside of us, nor do we need an intercessor, someone hierarchically that has to come in and do it for us, that when we give birth to the truth within us, that this baby, this Christ of us by whatever name, uh, when we give birth to that light within us, it's a birthing of the light that is already there. That child of God is already within us, and we forget. We simply forget. So the myutic giving forth of that is simply the remembering of the place where we forgot. You know, and often it's, it's covered up in some sense of fear, right? And I love the acronym I, in unity. I was raised in unity which is a new thought movement, of course, and I, I learned this kind of very sort of organizational, corporate, you know, false evidence appearing real. You know, it sounds like an intro to Star Trek. Like, oh, we're moving through that false evidence. And like, whatever. When I'm giving birth to a baby, I do not want to hear about false evidence appearing real. This is real. Right, and so the other acronym, the other and you had two, so you did it again. I did, I did it again. I know it's crazy. Um, and the second, the the second way of looking at that acronym that makes more sense to me and is more gentle, I think, is false. False evidence appearing real can be thought of as just. Forgetting everything's all right. Oh, yeah. We just oh, and, and I can catch myself, like you know, going, oh, you know, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna? What am I supposed to do? And I just, yeah. it can feel scary. And so I just remember, oh, I'm just forgetting that everything's all right, and then I can just breathe through it as a living prayer and myutically give birth to the truth that's within me. If I'll just stop for a moment, kick back, chill, and remember I am a living prayer, and I'm here to give birth, to, to myutically give birth to the truth here and now, in this now moment. That's what I'm here to do as the light of God. We all are. This is so powerful and I, I mean for anybody that's watching right now or listening or however you are receiving this you know we're, we're here with Reverend Diane and um, we're hearing so much truth and so much power and Reverend Diane I want to thank you for being here today because I, I believe 
I believe what you're saying is we all need this, you know, mm. on what, wherever we are or wherever we think we are, we need more. <laughs> and we need to be hearing these words because we are going through, uh, collectively we're going through seeming chaos, aren't we? There's so much going on. And it's easy, it can seem easy to try and grasp onto the external, which is something that we're trained to do. We're not trained, we're not brought up to believe, you know, that we can remember who we are. Those, those words weren't always taught to all of us in our youth. It's something we have to take responsibility for, isn't it, to, to be open to saying, right. yeah, there's another way, there's a different way and there's a better way. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you this, when you, oh, sorry, you wanted to say something. I was just gonna I say, knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say that we do know. Oh, we do know, but we- Yeah, but and it, I think we've been taught that, so, that it is outside us or that it, somebody has our answer. I, I think you're absolutely right, we have been taught that and to remember that we actually do know and that no one and nothing can interrupt our connection individual connection with the divine this is this is like that's huge right because we think somebody else has the answer our yes. answer right somebody yes. else has more faith than we do or they're more connected they're more prayerful i hear that all the time and right. what I know is that I am, there is no greater or lesser in, in the kingdom, if you will. And while we can feel as human beings that we're lost, there is nothing lost, actually. That yes. Are, that, right? That yes. get, getting off the path for a bit. Because we can't actually be outside of God. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Because God is omnipresent. Absolutely. So the yeah. lost is the human, the humanness, the human feeling of feeling out of control, yeah. which for many, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying that's not for me, you know, when a situation happens or when something happens that feels like it shouldn't be happening, like that rubbing up where we can pray and know this newness is coming through. But that can also be a time where, you know, if we don't really if we haven't yet become aware of that, it's like that's where mental health issues take place. That's where we can delve into addiction. All sorts of things can, you know, com commercialism, consumerism, social media, mm -hmm. because that becomes a distraction, doesn't it? It does. And I love, don't you love that we have people around us? Yeah. Resources places we can go, people we can speak with who will help us remember. You know, that there is always a way. And when we think there is no way, that that's just a moment, a God moment, because I mean, when I have felt lost, um, it's more poignant when I recognize that I'm not lost, that I'm actually just in a different part of the path than I expected to be on, and that I can always come back to that sense of being here now. That I, even a breath, a moment, there's always someone you can call. As, as parents, well, as a child, I would go to my parents. And the moment, the mo they didn't even have to say anything because there's no lexicon 
actually, for the immense largesse of us, for the kingdom consciousness of us, for that, you know, and, and it, but we bring it back into that moment. All our parents ever had to do was hug, give us a hug. Or, or give us a kiss. Like, do you remember when you'd like, I cut my finger and I go, oh, oh, <laughs> they go, what happened? And what, what happened? I wouldn't remember what happened. Where did, what did you do? <laughs> and all they ever had to do was just go, oh, honey. And in that moment, I somehow, though I didn't have words for it, I didn't have technique, I didn't take classes, I didn't have seminars or you know training, in that moment of love, there was a space. And I would drop into the gap between this hurt, into the connection with the divine, and that was always enough. In that moment that we feel, that connection. So it doesn't take much, just a breath, just a moment to be with the divine of us by whatever name. It, and, and God doesn't work for a lot of people because God has been so misused, that word has been mm -hmm. so misused in a punitive sense uh, mm -hmm. for so many of us. You know, so, but just to feel the breath of God come back. Into that remembering. Oh, this is so. Uh, do you believe that prayer needs to be a structured um, kind of formula? Formula. Um, you know how we're taught in 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 science of mind, specifically. You know, with centers for spiritual living and and with using spiritual mind treatment, that there are these steps that we go through to bring us closer to the knowing in our hearts, that we, we, we commune and we command. And, and yet sometimes for me, I, I believe, oh wow, it's that awareness that can be the prayer as well. That real deepened awareness in the moment, as you yes. were just saying. Yes. So I don't, I, I don't hold belief around this. I just yeah. know that whatever, whoever and whatever, whatever path that each and every one of us is on is bringing us to an experience and an expression of the divine. If in fact that's all that is, um, and if it comes to people to practice in a certain prescribed way, that's beautiful. And when they leave that prescribed way, they're leaving as living prayers. The thoughts that we think next, the words we speak next, the things we do next, are as impactful as any prescribed way of sitting or speaking words someone taught us to say. I think they're beautiful, and every word of every moment we are living. And I, I mean, I can't, I, I. I can't think otherwise because mm -hmm. how could those words be so impactful? And they are. For everyone who's ever heard that in Thessalonians, it's like pray without ceasing. It's like, what? You know, it's a, it's a conundrum for us. Um, but no different in a way than looking at the number 13 that has gotten such a funky, you know, rap from human beings and yeah. saying, well, actually, it is between the numbers. 12, which we've glorified as disciples and tribes of Israel and, you know, 12 powers and all of this. 
and 14, which we haven't even really even gotten up to, but that we've dissed a number that is just as impactful, perhaps yes. more so. Mm-hmm. And so we, as human beings, have created some kind of suspicion around that number. To me, it's a Magdalene number. To me, it's a Christ Magdalene that's taking sort of the, the discipleship of the divine feminine within us that is just, you know, in line with this uh, empowered discipleship of those we think of as male disciples, that there is this, this in, in all of us, no matter what our orientation is, or our, if we came as a male or a female or whatever, that there is this, this unknown mystical aspect of us that we are here actually to lean into and to know that that's not outside the realm of all that is. It's yeah. a part of it, an impactful part of it. So, does that is that did I go oh, off on a tangent? Because I did. I, I love your tangent. I was born on the thirteenth, and I, I'm like, I, I I'm like a big fan for the, for the number go. thirteen because I you know go. it's a powerful, powerful. energetic <laughs> intention. That number. Yeah. Um, so I, let, let's let me ask you. I'd like to ask you about your Facebook group because you you well not about the group but about what you do on Facebook every day, oh. every weekday because you show up with pray for attention. And maybe actually before we go into that, maybe Diego, if you would kindly pop up uh, Rev Diane's website and we can just have a look at this because it's a beautiful website. And it really shows you and everything you're doing. There we go. Every day at 11, 11 Eastern time, you are on Facebook with your group, mm-hmm. praying and talking about prayer and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom mm-hmm. uh, on topics of prayer. And you say that prayer is a verb on your website. You, you talk about prayer as being a verb. And I love that because it is about action. It's yeah. not a static thing, is it? No. It's just like, it's like, let's move with this. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, actually, I, what I want to invite people to do is, and myself to do, is to just hesitate for a moment when we begin to define things. You know, I, I recognized during this pandemic, and my my pray attention with Diane at eleven eleven is because at the just I love the angelic you know presence yeah. of one one one. It's like power on. It's like nothing <laughs> is getting in the way of this, right? So what I use to goose it, and I asked Unity Worldwide Ministries if I could, uh, is the Daily Word, and that is this um, publication that we have. It's a bi monthly publication. Beautiful uh, unity yeah. publication that was yeah. begun by uh, Charles Fillmore. Yes, Charles yes. and Myrtle. Charles and Myrtle, and Myrtle his Fillmore. Wife. That's, That's right. right. Yes, and so we have just like Science of Mind, and I love Science of Mind as well. Um, we have a daily word, and so that will be a word for the day. And since my was a little tiny girl, my mother was reading the daily word to me, and it was kind of like romper room. I, I don't know if in England they ever had this, but we had a television for a very short time when I was little, and then later my parents got one once I'd gone to college. So I personally don't even own a television, and I didn't grow mm-hmm. up necessarily with one. However, when I was really little, there was this show called Romper Room, and I was in Chicago, 
And I remember there was this woman, Miss Connie, who was the host, like you are, Laura, of Cosmic Prayer. <laughs> and she would hold a magnifying glass up, right? Ooh. And so, oh, the, oh, yeah, this magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. And she would look into the television and she'd say, oh, oh, look, there's Laura and Diane and Diego. Oh, look, they're here with us today. And I oh, always... He was on I always, Diego was here. Sorry, he was on. Di Diego's just saying he was on romper room. When Thank he was you. <laughs> Thank you. See, I stand firm. And I always thought, whenever she said Diane, that she could literally see me. Right. So yeah. there was this ability to know that we were not localized beings. Miss Connie gave us this window that if we would open our eye, right, that we'd be able to actually see, we'd have ears to hear and eyes to see that we are all able to be fully present wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And that was sort of the what I got from it as a child was that I was a non-localized being. So to go back to definitions, I really faced a lot of my binaries this past year and my Facebook live programming came out of publishing my book, my book, uh, Pray Attention uh, with Diane, where it is, but it, it's here somewhere. Yeah, let's see um, a copy of it if you have oh, it. I don't know, it's, it's around. It's I somewhere. was going to talk about your book. Yeah. Um, oh, here it is. Um, I brought one copy to Mexico. I haven't used it here at all, but this is my pray attention is five sacred meditations and it has downloadable audio oh, sort of. Thank you, yeah, Diego. So you, thank you, Diego. Yeah. And as you can see, there's sacred geometry. We went through three iterations with a graphic artist to get this Nautilus shell. And what this is, it's really, it feels so good to us to look at a, something like this because it's actually the golden mean. It's yes. the Fibonacci sequence that yes. takes us into the depth of self where we find that our connection is with the divine. This, this pearl of, um, oh, the opposite mind, what I think. It's the pearl of great price, if you will, you know, to be connected and to know that even when we feel disconnected, we are always, each of us, no matter how funky or how much sex, drugs, and rock and roll we get into, we are always connected with the divine. So out of my, uh, my launching this, which became the number one uh, new uh, release on Amazon, and you can get it through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or whatever, out of that, we had over a thousand people on, on this Facebook group. And so there was, a, you know, there was a, oh, come on, let's keep doing this. So what I do is I use the daily word just to kind of have some inspiration. And I do this for seven to nine minutes. Uh, and I'm not able to do it while I'm in Mexico. So I'm also a, a writer and I'm a photographer. So I've been posting on that site uh, every day from Mexico a photograph of mine uh, and then the daily word, the affirmation, and some thoughts about it. And once I go back to Naples, Florida, which is my home base, uh, I'll be going back no November 4th. I'll begin doing uh, lives again with, uh, with people all over the world. And they're, they're, they download, you know, I mean, they download, they archive. And so you can go on that site, it's free. And you just go and scroll through and see if there's a word that resonates and watch it for the day and see how you can apply it.
This is not about me. This is about, I am only here, I really realize I'm only here as this tiny, 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 tiny light of God to shine with all the rest of us that are these amazing lights of God and to create an enlightened environment where we will awaken to the truth of who we are. This is so powerful. I, I, I'm, I'm so pleased that you talked about your book and I love the Fibonacci uh, because that really, for me, that the sacred geometry, which ties right back into the labyrinth as well. And this idea, this knowing of that we are infinite, that, the, the, that God is infinite and that we are a part of this and we cannot be separated from it. So there is a word instead of definition, right? With def, which is interesting. I know it's not D-E-A-F, but it kind of goes like, ooh, box thinking, right? Definition. Yeah. This is like, oh, I'll look that up and I'm going to get the old story about what that has meant in the past. There's an infinition of okay. everything, right? The, yeah. and it, an infinition where there is a flowing understanding and we are here to help each other move to the next level of that understanding, the infinition. So that's what I'm about. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So how, how are you, Laura, by the way, <laughs> by having all these, the, all these people for cosmic prayer? I mean, you're like, you're bringing on people uh, and, and everyone who's watching is in that place of infining ourselves with the divine of goosing our relationship with with what is thank you oh listen thank you because i know this was done before we even met but i i was doing the cosmic prayer before i even thought of it yeah, so I, like you're saying i just tuned in and and reverend robert brzezinski said yes come on let's do this and and that was during COVID, during that time, you know, where we we know that uh, to, we had to find another way to to serve and to reach people. Yes. And what what better way than through the the remembering of who we are through prayer as a tool? Because very often, I, my belief is that you know we can religiousize prayer and put it in this kind of box, in this definition, definition of what prayer is, something that we're begging and beseeching and uh, using as a tool to, to, to ask from a point of view of, you know, it isn't here and I want it here, and where is it? <laughs> Whereas we know that's very different, isn't it? We use prayer very differently. Yes, yes. From a different I, place. Exactly, and what I hope that people will do, because they haven't grown up in unity, I've met so many people who are new into new thought, who have come out of a paradigm that they somehow think they are uh, being, um, you know, yes, growing beyond in many ways, but that they have to recover, like they're in recovery from it. And I, I just, my sense of, of God is that we're each of us given everything we need, everything we need all the time, right? And that those places that we, that we grow through in our understanding and move on to something else, that if we're able to see that there's a richness 
to having gone through that. The other day I mentioned this in uh, at my Sunday service here because that's what I do here. I just do Sunday services and during the week we're having a, like an hour and a half interactive session, you know, that's fun and uh, prayer, you know, like prayer based, but um, being a living prayer, not like going into some kind of posture. Yeah. Um, and I, I mentioned that I was out dancing the other night here in Ahihik and uh, this fabulous um, woman who was doing Diana, she was doing uh, Diana Ross and Whitney Houston, and I'm like out there dancing with this guy who was a fabulous dancer. And we have a lot of dogs here in Mexico, and, and I, I went, stepped right into dog do. And I, I mean, it was like all of a sudden I became like Michael Jackson. I could actually moon dance, you know. I was like, whoosh! I went off on this poop run, right? You, I did dig the slide. Like they were, people were looking at me like, whoa, she's pretty good, you know. And it, it actually, actually, what I was doing was stepping in dog too. So trying to get know, rid of it. Hello. So. Well, in that moment, I had the opportunity, as we all do when something goes wrong, to go like, oh, man, that's so gross, and stop dancing. Um, I did not do that. I just went, woo, you know, and I, I noticed that, mm, that dog do, and I just moved a little bit to the side, but I used it as part of my slide, you know, part of my dance, and I didn't stop. I wasn't going to, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there's no one and nothing that can take us outside of the realm of God. So everything, everyone, no matter how much it feels like it's stinking, even if it's stinking thinking, when we, it's like Eckhart Tolle teaching us in A New Earth, you know, if we, since we're the light of, of God, each of us is the light of the world, if we just look at it, we just look at it, we shine light on it. And in shining light on it, everything is changed. All things are made new. And we can get through any of this. You know, so some of it's stinking. It's not easy being human. Mm -hmm. And yet we are always spiritual beings. We don't stop being that when we go through the, the what I like to call holy shift. I, I love to remind yeah. people that shift happens. And it's always holy shift. It is sometimes painful. It can be horrific and horrendous. I'm yeah. not here to make light, if you will, in a, in a, oh, that doesn't matter, you know, I, that's not difficult, really stop talking about that kind of way. Everything is here to help us. Do you, do you believe that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. Not because I'm uh, I read it or I or I listen to uh, to people saying it and I think yeah I'm gonna catch on to that concept that feels quite good yeah everything's no I believe it because I uh, I have lived it thank and you I a, and I made a choice <laughs> to see my life and to live my life through that that lens if you like or without that lens without the lens without the that so I've made a choice to know that this too is God expressing. Yes. So actually, we go back to Miss Connie. You know, you are, you are using your lens. And I think, you know, the universe gives us all these opportunities to essentially oh, yes. say, what kind of lens yeah. am I going to choose? Because I can all, I'm only responsible really for myself and how I'm perceiving things from the, because everything's going to happen 
And I, 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 so many people who are new to new thoughts will say something that we call metafizzling or metaphysical malpractice. And they go like, well, what did I do to create that crappy yeah. experience? You know, it's like, you know, it's not that. It's how will you and I respond to this experience? You know, how will we be with this? And that takes what I do to create it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a whole different way of being with our lives because then there's no blame and there's no judgment. And that's the piece, isn't it? When we're judging ourselves for what we did and we didn't do it properly enough and we didn't do it right enough. And how could I have had those thoughts that brought this into my experience? And when we get to that place, I believe that this too is God expressing. So it's all here as as a beautiful example of how I can be with this. Absolutely. So yes, so if we can help others understand it in, in New Thought, and we have so many paradigms within New Thought, so many paths to one God, and that includes all religiosity and non-religiosity. I, I imagine most of us would say I'm not a religious person and that mm -hmm. I'm not like this with my life. Um, we have that opportunity to share that you're not making things happen in the earth plane. Uh, That's right. It's how you respond. And so here in Ahihik last week, we had tremendous rains. Uh, I could hear them. I have a fan I run at the end of my bed because Mexico is a place where people have an, an idea. This is interesting. They send off rockets. So it's like a, uh, it's like a, um, a, a bottle rocket that they make. And it makes it, it sounds like a gun, like a big, huge gun. And it's going off all night long. And dogs are barking. And because they're scared by the, you know, the sound of this. And music's playing all over the place. So it's not a quiet place to be. And during this, this time, the rockets are going off and what have you. The other night, we were having horrendous, terrific rains. I mean, I can't remember how much rain fell. But I do know that just west of the town where I am living for five weeks, there was a landslide. We're in the mountains. I'm above 5,000 feet now. Uh, so I'm, we're over a mile high here in Lake Chapala. The mountains go up several thousand feet. And there was a landslide. And 70 to, a, to 100 houses, homes, were involved in this landslide where they were covered in mud and uh, they lost their homes. And what I saw, so I, if I got lost in the idea that what did those people do yeah. to create that landslide? I wonder what they were thinking or what they, oh, well, you know, it's a cause and effect universe. No, what I saw immediately was grace, right? So immediately we got information. We all have texts here that we got, we communicate in Namaste Village and in Ahihik through the uh, Lake Chapala Society saying, we've opened centers for people to help. Please right. bring your donations, bring your zapatas, bring your shoes, bring your robas, bring your clothing, bring supplies we need for cleaning. And there was just, it was like there was a parade here of consciousness that it was saying in essence, if you will, though the religion may be Catholic, 
or it may be Jewish, or it may be Buddhist, and, or interfaith, like the center where I am, it was, we are all in this together. How will we respond? And the love of the people, I went to the center, I've been to the center several times, um, just the love of people, how are we gonna be when we see all these things that we've involved ourselves in on the earth plane? That's what's shifting globally, because we know now what's taking place every single place on this planet, not yes. just locally. Yeah, we are non-local beings here to pray attention. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and you know what, you, you uh, I mean, I, I could sit here and listen to you talking and, and sharing and transmitting your wisdom for days I could just sit here with like a <laughs> just my food just there and I <laughs> because um it's not that you're it's the way that you're saying it and how you're empowering and inspiring me and I know whoever is listening to pray attention to their lives to our lives because this isn't a dry run is it we're here right now and this isn't about you know, oh, I'll do it in, in a week or next year or, or as a New Year's resolution. This is, right now, this is all we have in this moment. Yeah. So, uh, yes, and that now, that present moment consciousness is beautiful. Yes. Uh, the other day we were talking here and that there's a community of about 20 that have organic breakfast and dinner together here during the week. And we were talking about, someone said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm having a senior moment. And, and I, a few of us said, well, really, a senior moment? I, and I said, my kids couldn't remember anything from the time they hit the planet. I think it's just a human condition. And it's interesting that we tell ourselves yes. that as we age, we have this. And so what, what we came to was, actually, that's present moment awareness. That's night, and we don't need to make each other wrong or that it's a dis-ease to be in present moment, we're becoming more childlike. Thank you, God. And that was, that's why Jesus brought the children to him. Not because we're being childish, if we can't remember, we're being childlike. And so just, you don't get, oh, wow, I'm having a present moment experience. Yes. Hello. Yes, I love that. And yeah. it's a present, it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> It's a gift. Yes. Yeah. We could just open that up and be with yes. each other. Right. And the, the people, I, I was a uh, hospice chaplain for six years, and that, that's one of the things. You know, I, I love being with people through their death and dying. I love being a doula and helping, you know, rebirth, uh, rebirth and unzip the misshapen body once you've used it up. You know, it's time to take off. So I love that. And I love encouraging people whose families are going through, uh, any family relative or friend going through what we call now Alzheimer's, dementia, yeah. uh, you know, old age, whatever. Um, really, this youthening process that we go through of letting go possessions, of right sizing as we let go of the big, the sense of having to have stuff and less and less it, and feeling the sense of actually I have right here, all I need is right here. And we don't, 
we don't allow ourselves or haven't yet been telling ourselves the story that actually that's we always have more than enough and you're yeah so just be with them if 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 i say oh i can't remember you as my doula can say oh you know what i haven't remembered so many things so often isn't that funny and we can laugh together and we can say well what should we do now together how can we feel the breath of god do you want to just breathe do you want to pray do you want to have something to eat shall we take a walk and just be present to each other through this process i love that that to me is praying attention I love that too. And I love it that you're giving permission. You know, we don't have to be a minister. We don't have to be a practitioner. We don't have to be any, have any kind of formal qualification for this. This is our humanness. This is deciding in our humanness to expand and be present for those in our communities and to be the vessel of love and to be that container, to hold that love, that loving space of um of non-judgment we all forget things <laughs> i mean yeah you know yeah so that's thank beautiful. you so much wayne i know as is, is um is uh leaving messages here yes wayne absolutely you are enough you are enough wayne and christine i know from kenya has been watching and and oh, if, yeah it's, it's this reaches uh people and hearts around the world and reverend diane thank you so much for being here and for being you and for being so present and for sharing uh, with us today on the cosmic prayer yeah, well thank you i appreciate it so much it's a joy really so we can find you at pray attention your facebook page is pray attention with pray diane. yeah pray attention with, pray diane, attention with diane at 11 11 mm -hmm. at 11 11 monday to friday thank mm -hmm. you diego our incredible producer who's popping up the info here for reverend diane thank and you. your website and, oh, right uh, i can just say that right now we're doing uh live services on sunday here from Me in mexico yeah. and that that yeah that is on youtube at at uh, namaste village and they don't simulcast it on there they it, but it posts I don't, i'm not sure what the okay. time frame is it's a manana time frame we're in mexico ah that's good <laughs> it'll always be the right time it's always the right time yeah, yeah. so that's namaste village youtube yes. yes yes james james twyman james uh francis twyman who's an anglican priest uh, started this and he wrote the Moses Code. He's written 16 books and his bestseller, I think New York Times bestseller was the Moses Code. And he's here. He lives right up above my caseta and the tower up here. So, uh, but he comes oh, in and out. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be having unity ministers living here in this casita that I, I got to help organize and furnish and, uh, you know, hang paintings and get ready for the, the unity ministers will be coming in. Uh, basically once a month, and Johannes Hartog, Reverend Johannes, is here, and she'll be doing a um, a service in Spanish on Sundays once this gets uh, to be a unity ministry. They've applied, and it's uh, and so they'll be going a 501c3 under uh, Unity Worldwide Ministry. So it's very oh, exciting. Oh, so exciting. Oh, they're very amazing. Lots of CSL ministers are here in Ahihik. Um, and of course, David Hoffmeister is here with Course in Miracles. They have two Casas de Malagros just close to here. So um, it's Yogananda, uh, 
the um, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda came here in the 1920s and he said that the Lake Chapala area is a vortex. It's a, uh, spirit, he saw this as spiritual community. So all kinds of new thought people are here. It's, it's, it's kind of stunning. That is beautiful. And it's wonderful to know that you're seeding into that and, uh, and allowing the, this consciousness to be shared and um, spiritual mind treatment. That's what yes. we're going to do. Yeah. Shall we? It's Let's, do, Let's it. do it. Thank you, Diego. So Thank I'm going to start this now and I'm just going to hand this over to you because I know that it'll be absolutely yes. amazing. So I'm inviting us to close our eyes and turn within and just open our inner eye really get to that expanded knowing this is the knowing that i know that that god is all there is and there is nothing outside of god god is omnipresent omniscient omnipotent those words have such powerful meaning because they are the truth this is what god is this presence, this love, this power. The idea of God as itself that is expressing through everything, expressing through me, through Reverend Diane, through Diego, through New Thought Media Network, Reverend Robert, through everybody that is listening, whether it's now or at a later date, that I know that it, this is God expressing itself, individualizing through each of us, showing us who we truly are. And as I open up to this knowing so deeply and expansively in my mind, I know that this is love. This is love. And as I unite with this and see this for me and for each of us, I hand this over, pass this prayer to Reverend Diane right now. And in the passing of prayer, we are recognizing that we are each of us keepers of the flame. We are each of us holders, containers for the light of God that is always shining for our world, for Mother Gaia, our planet, our environment, the politics that are taking place, this idea of pandemic, this idea of cocooning, quarantining, all of this is under the auspices and in the presence of the living essence of all that is. As we take that sense of, um, the, and so beautiful that you said it in that way, thank you, for that sense of omnipotent, of omniscience into the realm of omnipotence and omnipresence into that realm of the verb of what it is to live and to love and to have our being in God. In the book of John, we hear those words, God is love, not a thing outside us, no force or realm or space that blesses one and curses others, that God is by whatever name 
the presence. And that we as practitioners, we as the light of the world, are here simply to practice this presence with every thought and when we forget to come back. With every word and when we forget to remember with every action and when we do otherwise to react with responsiveness with wholeheartedness by forgiving what is ever taking place to give something greater than has ever been given before by us for we are that one presence and one power manifesting, vibrating at the frequency of you, beloved, of me. And in that knowing that we are one into that space, we breathe this day together. We myotically give birth to the Christ presence by whatever name. We simply lean into the joy and love that we each are this day proclaimed and for this we are so grateful we reside in this presence together we take it out as individuals and yet cells in the one body of infinite consciousness and for this gift that you give us every moment of every day every breath of the way we thank you god thank you god Thank you, God. And so it is. Thank you, Rev. Diane. You're so welcome, Laura. I feel oh. good, Baba, Baba, <laughs> like I knew that I would now. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we look forward to you coming back onto the Cosmic Prayer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.